Park and Mr. Mail. Okay, I'll take it. Rex number 12, get ready to move out of here. All set. Take the phone on your desk, Mr. Cobb. Okay, Joe. Stick here in the office. I want to talk to you after a while. Good enough. I'll be right here. Hello, John. That's right. It's John. Now, look. Down at Baker and Company. Yeah? They're not going to give us their hauling business anymore. No? Why not? Your why not? They say you're mixed up with a crooked gang, and they don't want their stuff hauled by no crooks. They just told me. Well, now, John, you're not going to listen to talk like that, are you? Look, you've had a habit for years of marking $10 bills with your initials. You said it was because you wanted to see if one of them came back to you. Well, what about it? A lot of people do that. Well, maybe you had some crooked reason for that, too, even though I don't know what it is right now. Well, what There's you... an awful lot of straightening out to be done, and you're going to straighten them out, or I'm going to straighten you out permanently. And now on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. Some special job we're on, huh, Harry? Well, this motorcycle of ours is itching to get after a killer. Well, we got his license number. Said he police reported he's heading this way. All we gotta do is nab him if he comes by. Our boy's driving a coupe. Name's Vale, John Vale. Some guy in his trucking company told the cops he had a fight over the phone with his partner. The partner is missing, so is Vale's car, so... So we park here and see if the tip that Vale's heading this way was McCoy. Hey, here comes a character who's practically insulting us. He's going 60 easy. Bob, that's a coupe. One guy in it. Yeah. License is one three. Bob, that's our man. Let's go. Yeah. Hold on tight on that side, sir. Okay. All right. I'll get the siren all the way. You ought to be able to hear that. Yep. We've got him, Bob. I'll cut the problem. Maybe I can flag him down. Hey, you! You in that car! Pull up there! Pull up! He's on it, Bob. Yeah. All right. Come on, let's take him. All right. All right, you in the car, don't move. Take a look at the back of his car, Harry. I'll handle him up front. Okay, Bob. Well, Johnny, you were going pretty fast. Your name Vale, John Vale? Yes, officer. It's here, Bob. I found it. The trunk compartment, back of the car. Okay, Harry. All right, Vale, get out. Get out? What for? Come on, get out. All right, all right, I'm getting out. But why the gun? Tell him what you found, Harry. Sure, I'll tell him. If he didn't know, I found the murdered body of your partner. What? man named Irwin Cobb, all packed in your trunk compartment. Well, I didn't kill him. Why should I kill my partner? Buddy, we don't go prying into your private life. Only from now on, believe me, you aren't going to have any. Oh, just, just feel this mink coat, Danny. Just feel it. What good's that going to do? Me feeling a coat. That's all I got to do. Oh, that's feel what you promised me, though. A mink coat, you promised. Sure, sure, I promise. Well, then buy it. That's all. Just like that, buy it. Any idea what this thing costs? Oh, what's the difference if I want the it? The difference is I ain't got no $5,000 to throw oh, away. Danny. In fact, honey, getting down to plain facts, I ain't got no $5,000. But you promised. I know I promised. Now, look, as 
soon as I see Mr. Roberts again, maybe we'll be able to handle the coat, Norma. Ah, uh-huh, lover boy. No, Pardon Mr. me, but is uh, there something I can do for you two? <clears throat> Lady, right now we're doing pretty good for us. So we'll, we'll leave you know when we want you, huh? Very well. Mm-hmm. I'll be here. Yeah. Fine time. Glad Dana be interrupting us. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Danny, when do I get the coat? Oh, Norma, you've got a one-coat mind. Soon, <laughs> like I told you. Oh. Now, listen, when I see Mr. Roberts, I'll get the money. You'll get the coat. Gee, a mink. I always wanted a mink. <laughs> but what's so funny? <laughs> you always wanted a mink, but it takes a skunk like me to get it for you. Excuse me, Inspector Faraday, but Blackie's outside. Well, let him stay there, Matthews. I don't know a better place for him. What's he doing here, anyhow? Well, you know that uh, John Vale, those upstate cops, picked up yeah. that guy who keeps insisting he didn't kill his partner? Yeah. But he didn't call any lawyer. He called Blackie. Yeah, he would. Yeah, and Blackie says he wants to see you. Well, go out and tell him we don't want any. Tell him. Tell him, Barry. Mm. You've got so much more practice. Blackie, don't I have enough trouble without you... Don't you know? Besides, I'm no trouble anymore, Faraday. I can feed myself, dress myself. I can eat. Blackie, even are you going to get out of here? Yeah, I want to see Vale, Inspector, if you don't mind. He's a friend of mine. He called me to come down here. Yeah, well, what do I have to do to get you out? Blast? Uh, I'm tired of your nonsense. You're tired? Well, so go to sleep. Nobody around here will notice any difference. <laughs> Shut up, Matthews. I didn't say a word, Inspector. Well, you're liable to. Oh, no, Inspector. Now, Blackie, you're not seeing Vale. That's definite. And you're not going to work on this case. That's definite, too. That means you're going to find the real murder, Faraday? Who else? No, I'm sorry. That's so indefinite. Hello? Lover boy? No, me baby. Oh. Sure, this is lover boy. Who else? Eh? I got your message to call you, lover boy. That means everything went good, doesn't it? Uh, I, uh, get the mink coat? Well, now, wait a minute, Normie. Oh, lover boy, another store? No, 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 you're going to get it. The biggest one in town. Oh, you sure are taking your time getting it for me. What are you doing, raising the minks yourself? <laughs> I-, I would, Normie, only I don't know any minks to start with. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, now, listen, you know I did a job tonight with Mr. Roberts, and it's going to be, it-, it won't be long. Now, plenty of dough in this one. Oh. You didn't kill anybody. Me? Oh, I never use no gun, baby. I'm scared of guns. Oh. I just went with Mr. Roberts on a job, helped him set up a frame on some guy named Vale. Uh-huh. Your fur coat's as good as on you right now. Funny I don't feel any warmer. Oh, now, look, the minute I get that door... Uh-oh. The boss wants me, Norm. I'll see you later. All right. So long. Got with me. Uh, hiya, Mr. Roberts. I, I didn't hear you come in. I heard what you were saying on that telephone. Oh, that was to my girl. Anything I said to her don't count. No? Nah. All she cares about is a mink coat, I promised her. That's all, honest. Carla, I took you on the job where I shot that truck owner for one reason. Yeah? You're ugly looking and you're tough. I thought you could scare him. Well, look, could I help it if I wasn't ugly enough and you had to kill him? No. But you're not to talk about it to anybody. Well, I'm not. I had a good reason for killing Cobb. I called the police. They picked up his partner. Now he's framed like a guy was never framed in his life. And you've got to shut up. You're oh, not to man. talk to anybody. Do you understand? Not even to my girl. Not even to yourself. Uh, Just to show you I mean what I say. Hey, cut that out. Oh, you You're little... getting a break. You're lucky I don't kill you. Now, get up on your feet. You're supposed to know what to do with the safe. I know all I want about. you to go down to that trucking office. There's money in that safe. Money that belongs to me. Yeah, I want that dough. 
I couldn't take the time to get it when I killed Cobb. First he clips me, then he, he sends me out somewhere. If Norma didn't want that mink coat... What? Nothing. Nothing, Mr. Roberts. I'll get down to the trucking office. You'll get what you want, and nobody will even know I was there. Thinking, Blackie? If you can call it that, Mary. Faraday wouldn't let me see Vale, and I've got to find out who killed his partner, Cobb, the hard way. By checking back at the trucking company offices. Which means, of course, that you don't think Vale is guilty, despite the body in his car. That's right. I know Vale pretty well, Mary. He wouldn't kill anybody. No. And he was awfully sincere when he called me from headquarters before they locked him up. You say you know Vale. Did you know Cobb, too? No. Mary, Vale told me on the telephone that he'd left his car outside the office last night and then picked it up and was driving it upstate when he was picked up. Ha! <laughs> A likely story. Mary, please don't be on Faraday's Well, side. It's, it's so... I know Johnny Vale. I know him. I've known him ever since he was a truckman. He didn't kill Cobb. Maybe something in the company safe will help me find out who did. Place is closed for the day. And here we are, so let's go on in, Mary. Uh, all right. Here we are. There you are. Now, there we are. Oh. Right, let's have a little look hey, around. Hey, Blackie, look. Look in the office window. I think I just saw flames. You think you did. I know you did. Come on. Hey, where's the nearest firebox? On the corner? Never somewhere? mind that. Never mind that. It doesn't look like much of a fire well, anyway. I don't know. Maybe we can put it out. How? How can we ever get in the office? Through a window if we oh, have to, but uh... first I'll try the door in here. Hurry up, uh, maybe. we got one break anyway. It's not locked. Come on. Okay, I'm coming. Hey, Blackie, yeah, you're right. The fire's not big at all. No, but it would have been a first-class blaze in a few minutes. Well, I can believe it. The fire extinguisher on the wall here. There. I right, pull the lever. Hurry up, there's the case. There it is. This little blaze is already as good as out. Yeah, well, I'll open the window and let some of the smoke out, too. Yeah, it's a good idea. <coughs> the fire's really going out fast, Blackie. Maybe you should have been a fireman, huh? Yeah, maybe I ought to be wondering about who set this fire. It was done recently, I know that. Within the past ten minutes, so this place would have been destroyed by now. What about the safe, Blackie? That's what we came up here to look at, isn't it? Well, take a look at it, Mary. Yeah, will you? There it is, over in the corner. It's been opened. <coughs> Chances are this fire was started to cover that up. You mean there was something in the safe that would have uh, led to the real murder of Mr. Cobb? Probably. <clears throat> but with that fire, all the ideas I had just went up in smoke. And now back to Boston Blackie. <laughs> Erwin Cobb, in the trucking business with John Vale, is found murdered in the back of Vale's car. Boston Blackie gets into the case when Vale calls him. But so far, all he's been able to uncover is a fire in the trucking office. After putting out the fire, Blackie sends his girlfriend, Mary Wesley, home while he goes out in the neighborhood of the garage to try to find a lead to the man who set the fire. As we return to our story, Inspector Faraday visits the trucking company's garage. Number one truck, come on, let's get this thing moving. We haven't got all day. Take it away, one. Okay. Uh, you're Joe Myers, aren't you? That's right. Hey, move it, number three. Number eight, get ready to go. And hey, what can I do for you? I'm Faraday of Homicide. There was a fire in your office last night, huh? Yeah, I know. Somebody started it, somebody put it out. Everything that was in the safe is gone. So what's your job here? Oh, it's kind of like the assistant, both to Cobb and Vale. Yeah. Trying to keep things moving while Mr. Vale's in the clink. Oh, you're the one that told the police that uh, Cobb and Vale had a battle on the telephone, aren't you? Sure. 
Anything else you can tell me that would help? Help send Mr. Vail to the chair? Maybe. Not a chance, Faraday. I told you about the fight, but that was my duty. I don't know anything else, except that Mr. Vail is a pretty swell guy. Hello? This is Blackie, Mary. Oh, what is it, Blackie? What have you found out? Uh, you remember when I left you last night after we were at the trucking office? Yeah, yeah. You said you wanted to ask some questions around the neighborhood. Well, I asked them, uh-huh. and I got some answers. Oh? There's an all-night coffee shop across the street from the garage, yeah. and the counterman noticed a car parked in front of the office just about the time of the fire. Well, your car? No, no, another one. And he had the license number. He did? Mm-hmm. Uh, I waited until the license bureau opened this morning, and I found out who owned the car. The man who set the fire, Blackie? <laughs> It wasn't a man at all, Mary. It was a girl. Oh, no. A girl named Norma Taylor. A girl? Uh-huh. I just called Faraday, but he's out. Oh. So I'll be able to get into Sea Vale. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm going to find that girl and the answer to this case. Think, Vale. Think. I can't. Who could have killed your partner, and why? I don't know, Blackie. I can't think. I can't do anything here in jail. It's just one possible reason. What's that? A cop had charge of all the shipments. Now, maybe that means something. Now, wait a minute. Suppose he used your trucks to transport stolen merchandise out of the state. Then he held out on the men who stole it. They'd bump him, sure, and try to frame you. Hey. My boy, I think I've got something. Yeah, what is it? What characters did he run around with? Well, he didn't run around with nobody. He didn't do nothing unusual, except mark $10 bills. What do you mean, mark them? Well, you know, with his initials, he always put his initials on two-pound bills, and then he'd look to see if he ever got any back. Oh, he did, huh? Well, I've got a there little hunch. Oh, there you are, Blackie. Now, didn't I tell you you couldn't see Vale, didn't I? I don't recall. My memory's bad. Almost as bad as your judgment. Uh, you talked Matthews into letting you in here, didn't you? Uh, well, I'm walking you right out of here. Don't bother. So long, Inspector. Sorry that our conversation was so short. Hello, I'm... Bu- okay, well. What's with you? Hey, well, I came up here to talk to you uh, about a car. Thank you. I, uh... Got a car, pretty boy. And a boyfriend who won't like you pushing your way in here. He's tough, is he? The toughest. Ever hear of Danny Kyler? Not till now, which surprisingly enough has been all right with me. He drive your car last night? Maybe. Who are you? The law? You're not even close. Where's Danny? If you must know. He's out looking for a mink coat for me. Um... How do you think I'll look in mink? It couldn't improve you a bit. Oh. Well, there are two ways to take that. Who are you, anyhow? Just a fella. Where's Danny getting the dough to buy that coat? <laughs> where do you think my brains would be if I answered that? Honey, you've lived all these years without finding out where your brains are. How do you expect a total stranger to discover them for well, you? I... Keep happy, Blondie. I'm not staying any longer. Well, that suits me fine. Oh, uh, you never did tell me how you think I'd look in me. If I were you, I'd start worrying about how your boyfriend will look in stripes.
good, Mary. Mm-hmm. Tell her the coat you have is hot. Or when she goes to her boyfriend for the money, he'll be suspicious of the price. What's all this for, Blackie? For a hunch. Now, there's the phone. You have Norma Taylor's number. Get on that phone and make it good. No. I've got to sell my mink coat for a third of what it's worth. <laughs> and I've got to sound like I'm happy about it. <laughs> Just so you can see if the money I get is Mr. Cobb's initials on it. Honestly, the things you asked me to do, Blackie. Well, if it's the money oh. I think it is, it proves Kyla took it from Cobb's safe. It ties him in with a murder. Mm. Well, you know you love helping me on cases. Well, sure, but I also love that mink of mine. And if anything... Hello? Hello, um, is Danny Kyler there? Uh, not so you could notice. Who's this? A gal who's supposed to contact him about a mink coat. Oh? I got one, a good one. I'll let it go for 1500 in small bills before it burns the box it's in. Oh, it's hot, huh? Yep. Suppose you bring Danny over to look at it tonight. Oh, I'll do that, and, uh... What? Take the coat out of the box and hang it up. I don't want my mink to be all creased. You want the money in tens and twenties, Kyla? Yeah. Why? Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Roberts, I gotta buy something. No? Uh, something special. You see, I got a girl. Yes, I know. You talk too much to that girl sometimes. Ah, no, not no more. See, I want my girl to like me, and she wants a mink coat, so I got to get her a mink coat. Well, why the small bills, then? Well, the uh, coat isn't exactly legit, Mr. Roberts. It's a trifle hot, you know, kind of lukewarm. Yeah. Like. So I've been around asking about coats for Norma, and some dame calls her and says she's got one, so... So she wants small bills. Well, yeah, you can't, can't blame the dame, can you? Uh, I guess we can take care of that all right, Tyler. Well, Just move to one side while I open this safe. You know, I don't... Uh, like to seem like I'm... All right. You're blinded. Dropped a lot of it out of the garage safe just before I set that fire. Indeed you did. Well, fortunately, the money is in small bills. You won't have to go to any banks. 1500 you wanted, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, 1500 Boy, is Norma baby... Go- yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks, then. Norma, from me. Okay, sweetie. Okay, sweetie. Okay, sweetie. How about this, Danny? Pretty coat, ain't it? Yeah, sure. Look, I give you the money, you give it to this doll now. Come on, let's take a uh, just, uh, just a minute, please. Huh? Queer, it's all good dough. Oh, it's very good dough. Just what a friend of mine was looking for. Blackie! Huh? Hey, what oh, is it? Hey, that's the guy who... Who is in your apartment today? Yeah, and Blackie, every one of the $10 bills in this stack is marked with the initials E.C. Bourbon Cobb. Uh-huh. Wow, that's what I wanted to know, Kyla. Where'd you get this money? Come on, Norma, let's get yeah. out of here. Oh, no, 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 no,
Come on, Blackie. Uh, that's it, Inspector. Okay, Roberts. You're under arrest. What? What's the meaning? There you are, Roberts. I'm a police officer, Faraday of Homicide. You're coming with me. Coming with you? Why? What for? What have I done? Uh, you know a fellow named Kyla, Danny Kyla? Why, no. No? He told us where to find you. Told us he worked for you. Told us he saw you kill Irwin Cobb because Cobb held out money on you. And you ordered him to crack Cobb's safe. He knew a lot for a total stranger, didn't he? So Kyla talked, hmm? Well, you... Don't forget it, let's drop it. You'll get it out. Oh, my hand! Too bad. Your hand's caught, isn't it, Roberts? And by the way, so are you. Well, Blackie, I've still got my fur coat. And you also have Faraday's congratulations, Mary. You really did a lot to break this case. Oh, I've seen me duty and I've done it. <laughs> Nicely. <laughs> You see, it was my theory that Irwin Cobb would mark the money he held out on Roberts and Kyla just as he marked every $10 bill that came to him. Well, your friend John Vale gets an assist on that, Blackie. Yes, he does. It was he who told me about Cobb's funny habit. I knew Kyla would have to be paid for setting that fire in the garage, and I was hoping it was small bills he'd be paid with. Mm-hmm. I guess we're pretty slick, don't you think, Mary? Mm, we're the slickest. <laughs> well, Mr. Cobb got was coming to him for handling illegal merchandise, didn't he? I suppose so. We know that Roberts and Kyla picked up stolen goods and Cobb sent it out of the state on his trucks. But he collected for it and held out on Roberts and Kyla. And so he was killed. That's right. He was called a corpse, his partner was called a killer, and we can call it a knight. <laughs> <laughs> 